ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. And welcome back to a brand new episode. We are going to be digging in uh, to kind of our, you know, catching up on our summer vacation uh, plot points and getting ready for the fall and all the upcoming content that's hitting with that. Uh, you know, but we really need to spend some time and sit and talk about all of the Marvel news that came out of uh, D23. We've gone through uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with ZB, and we also talked about uh, Star Wars with ZB, which are two great episodes I ask you to listen to if you're interested in anything that has to do with those two universes. Uh, but today we're going to settle in and talk all things Marvel coming out of Comic-Con and D23. There's a whole bunch to talk about, um, but breaking news and kind of something that we've kind of steered clear of up until now has been the recent Sony Spider-Man debacle. Uh, Frank, do you want to do you uh, do you want to start here? I think this is a good place to start. Yeah, People are concerned. I think this is a good place to start um, for sure. Like, yes, the we we constantly talk about Marvel. It's there's so much to say. Like we had three big movies already this year and you know we we covered far from home i don't know two months ago um but even though this movie made over a billion dollars and uh you know it was the, the the highest i think for any of the sony pictures um the deal uh, fell apart like i think beforehand the the rumors were that oh it needs to make a billion dollars and then they'll be able like marvel will still be able to to work on the deal whatever people and the nerds saw it was definitely wrong because it, it seems to me that the what the deal was is that they were going to renegotiate at the after the this film regardless and because of the, the success disney wanted more money you know I, I think there's two sides to this and everyone's kind of got their own opinion everyone feels like oh sony's being the bad guy i think disney's also being the bad guy here you know there's yeah, uh, we can take that side for sure. There's they have yeah. total blame in this and I don't understand. Okay, so let's dig in a little bit deeper. So you keep going, Frank. You're doing great. Yeah, I mean, so I think the the gist of it is that uh Marvel Disney wanted more money, but uh Sony decided to walk because they they feel like that they can have successful movies. I mean, they had Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse while that's an animated film, of course. And Venom, um, in recent years, like that were successful films. Uh, they feel pretty confident um, that they don't need to be connected to the MCU. And uh, what remains to be seen is if they'll actually come back and have a deal. I mean, it's been weeks at this point, right? Like little news keeps continuing to trickle out of like, you know, I think Kevin Feige and Tom Holland spoke out to it and they both kind of well, spoke they, to the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, the fact that, that it doesn't seem like they're like, oh, it's in Sony's hands. And, you know, Sony had their big statement about, um, you know, D Disney wanted this. And so we wanted to do what's best for us. And it, it's just unfortunate for the fans that they, these movies were, you know, for better or for worse, like having them connected to the Marvel Universe has been a positive experience. Um, and I think that's what the fans want. And to have it separated, um, to have Spider-Man separated just doesn't feel right. Um, and, you know, it, it really sucks for Tom Holland because, like, what is it, what's going to happen? Are, I mean, are they really going to move forward with Spider-Man 3 with him and then it just has a disconnected feeling? Or is it going to be another reboot? Okay. So, Frank, we've been talking about this for weeks. 
Uh, I'm going to put all my cards on the table up front, and we can p pick them out from there on out. My first card I'm going to pick, put on the table is, I don't think this is a done deal. I know I've been saying this for weeks, but to me, um, this seems like a stunt that is being used in the it, to bargain on both ends. Okay, the first end is that you know the first part of the deal was that Sony by okay, the first part of the deal was that by Kevin Feige being out as producer and Di Marvel Disney not getting 50% of the profits made from the uh, box office and like 50% of the cuts going forward. Uh, they, you know, they knew that the next day when that news goes out, everyone's going to be hating on Sony, including some of their actors. <laughs> so <laughs> like, you know, fucking Jeremy Renner goes out here swigging day two motherfucking Hawkeye over here. Uh, yeah. And you know, when you do that, what you're doing is you're actually kind of, they were setting themselves up for the other shoe to drop, which was that it's really did Marvel Disney, which owns the whole fucking universe is arguing a lot of money, uh, versus what Sony had laid down, which was 25% as opposed to 50. And they said no, and they couldn't come to it. And I don't understand how that all broke down. And let's remind everybody that, 25% is already more than what Disney was getting out of these films originally. Like, they were getting nothing. They were just going to be produced inside the universe with our, Robert Downey Jr. and others. Uh, but that's it. They weren't going to be able to get a cut. And I think that while it was kind of a fair deal, I don't think it, it put the the respect on Sony's ability to fuck with Marvel at, at a certain point. Like, Yes, we can talk about Venom and, and that success of that movie all day, but I don't think the same could be said about a fucking Black Cat movie, dude. I right. I don't oh, think no I don't think people would go see it. I don't think people would. I also don't know if people would just show up to a Sinister Six movie where they're doing other stuff besides fight Spider Man. However, I mean we, this is this is where we were like five years ago, right? Like okay, but here's where here's where we are, here's where we're different, okay. In, in the coming weeks since, we've seen Tom Holland, who's been going through a lot of training, I'm sure, uh, to be in front of cameras and not say dumb stuff. He's worked really hard, and he's pretty much been toting the line for Sony because this motherfucker is being contracted until his balls, you know, fall off old and gray. Like, he is locked in, you know? So, yeah. like, now that he has to, like, tote the line... You know, he has to really, like, you know, represent what's going on. So that's why he's been coming out at things like D23 and other places while he's even promoting other films that are not even Avengers related. He's over there, you know, kind of, you know, saying, you know, it's going to be great. What we've done so far was great. You'll love what we do with Spider-Man in the future. Don't worry about it. Okay. So I think that Spider I think that Kevin Feige should have taken a lower cut. I also think that this is an open negotiation. I don't believe anything until they make the next movie. Uh, I think I the agree. D I think the DVD and Blu-ray sales are going to be crazy for this movie because I apparently there's a lot that was in the deleted scenes. There was a whole bunch of deleted scenes in Homecoming. Uh, Dude, I mean they they did another release in theaters. They did yeah. another push like they did for Endgame, and I don't I don't know what the the theory behind it was. I think maybe maybe it was to brush away some of the bad will i mean it was i don't know it, they added a scene that was cut but they weren't trying to like make a goal like beat avatar like avengers was but 
Do you think? Do you think it's a done deal? Do you agree with? Do you agree or disagree? No, I don't think it's a done deal. Um, the fact that that this happened at all um, was like such a miracle, and that that, that Sony and, and Disney were able to negotiate this in the first place um, seemed, you know, wow, how could they possibly best this? And then then the Fox deal came through, and like. You know, and we're all super excited to to talk about X Men and Fantastic Four, what that means. But I mean, Spider Man came through first. I think they're going to figure out a way to make it work. Um, and uh, you know, I, I know obviously they're making Venom too. Um, so the the problem is that depending on how quickly that movie's fast tracked, they may want to try to get Tom Holland in there, and that could create problems for MCU continuity. Um, I, yeah, I don't think until they actually make another movie with Spider-Man in live action, it's not done to me. Yeah, okay, so here's the deal. I think that here's here's the bargaining chips. Sony wants Venom in the MCU. Feige says, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, so I think that it's it kind of sucks that Feige can't, old Feigster, can't just, like, let this one go. I think that this is I think that Venom is one of the anti-hero characters if they ever want to do like the bad guy Avengers at some point they could do that and they could bring in Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's a great fucking actor. He did a billion dollars just based on his name and this character. You know, and why wouldn't yep. you want to be able to put the spider on his chest for the classic costume? Why wouldn't you want to do the symbiote for Spider-Man? you know, and integrate that into maybe a two movie arc, like make it more, you can do it slower. You don't have to do it so quick, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, so I think, I think, I think Feige has to, they're going to have to eat their lunch and, and say, okay, this, the venom verse and all of his crazy ass characters and affiliated universe, he's allowed to be in the MCU. And then you can have Spider-Man jump into those movies and go from there because I, have seen that Spider-Man Tom Holland did a small cameo for Venom that was cut out of the movie and stopped by Marvel Brass because they didn't want it in there. Yeah, I mean, I think they even had uh, recorded some lines or something for Spider-Verse. Obviously, that's a little bit yeah. different. But um, I, the the other thing I was going to say is, like, Far From Home only came out two months ago. Um, there's, I mean, it ends on a huge cliffhanger. Uh, and... Like for them not not to be able to resolve all that is just like devastating, and they have to come up with some way to make it work. Um, you know, like it has implications throughout the MCU. Like it affects all of Marvel's films, and so um, it's really interesting that like I mean, I guess spoilers for, <laughs> for Far From Home at this point if you haven't seen the movie or you don't know the plot points, but the the multiverse bit was a bit like yeah. it wasn't real. And so it's, I, I really thought going in that we were going to come out and be like, okay, they have the, the, the multiverse and that's how they're going to pull in, you know, mutants. And that's how they're going to, uh, figure everything out with the Sony spider verse. But you know, they didn't do that. And I mean, maybe that's how they can retroactively fix things. But at this point it, it remains to be seen if that's the route they're going to take. Um, but I, I desperately want to see a Spider-Man three, um, t with Tom Holland that, you know, I think he's just continuing to grow in the role. Like I know we had kind of different opinions on that film, but, um, 
I, I want to see what happens next there. And um, no, it was good. You know, I don't want know, them to recast. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want another Spider-Man. I that's the thing. They won't do that. It'll just be a new Spider-Man with all the same actors because they're all contracted through Sony. So it'll be mm-hmm. whatever that movie will be. Will be. It just won't have Nick Fury in it. Even though this movie or ends, happy with, or like, how could they do that? Just, no, they uh, hope don't. Sense. Uh, don't worry. Our official, our official stance is that they're going to fix it. This is almost a clickbait, you know, thing that we're doing right now. <laughs> like, but we we have to talk about it because it's Marvel news. And in other Marvel yep. news, they announced a whole bunch of shit. Uh, yes, they did. You want me to run down the list? Go for it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of these things had been in the works. We'd been hearing rumors about casting for a very long time. Um, but you know, starting back at Comic Con and into D twenty three, they they tied release dates to some of these projects. Um, so this actually is the kickoff of Phase four. Um, so Black Widow comes out May first, twenty twenty. The Eternals comes out November sixth, twenty twenty. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings comes out February twelfth, twenty twenty one. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out May 7th, 2021. And Thor Love and Thunder comes out November 5th, 2021. Um, so I think the way that they're treating Phase 4, like conversely to the way that they had these big projects in the past, they're really leaning into Disney Plus and these series are going to be part of the phase. Um, so kind of alongside those films that are coming out, we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Fall 2020, WandaVision, Spring 2021, Loki, Spring 2021. They're going to do the What If um, animated series in, that, in summer 2021. I, I, I mean, I think that's um, – I don't know how much we can really treat it as canon, uh, but it's, it's there. Um, and then Hawkeye, Fall 2021. So within the next two years, they have all these projects that are kind of interconnected. Um, and then they even tease out some other things for phase five and beyond. Um, Black Panther two has a, a, a release date, uh, May 6, 2022. And they yep. confirmed, uh, blade with Marihar. I can never say his name properly. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Ali, uh, who previously played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage series, but he's going to be blade, which is awesome. Um, guardians three X-Men fantastic four are all in development. And they also announced three other shows for uh, Disney Plus: She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a fuck ton of stuff, isn't it? It it's a ton. I mean, I, I think it's crazy because uh, we had previously said, "Oh, they're never going to have a full slate like this again. They're going to tease things out," and they just went and dropped it on the table and. It's different because it's not all films. It's a lot of shows and projects that are going to be on Disney Plus, but it's so much content, man. Um, I, yep. I think. It's a, well, it's a great it's a great way forward. Like you know, mm-hmm. I think that it, this is going to really work. The original Netflix season ones of all those shows were great, and I think that you know even Iron Fist. Like I think that, that what's going to be cool is we're going to see some really interesting. Uh, cinema movie level quality action in a in like HBO. It's gonna be like game. It's gonna be Marvel Game of Thrones, but it's gonna be all the different characters and picking up and doing weird shit at like WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And I I think it's yeah. great. I'm I'm excited for the shows. I think the movies are a little bit 
uh, like it's not very exciting. Like obviously we didn't right. get another Avengers like, announcement or anything, but you know, I'm excited to see these next few projects. And I'm also interested to see with the stuff that we know is going to come out when it's going to come out. It's so cool that black Panther is getting the may the Spider-Man slot, yeah. you know, like the classic, the big, the big event, the Avengers movie. slot, the like, Avengers slot the yeah. movie of the year. Um, yeah, so totally. Name, I mean, I name more, think... name more for sure. Ooh, for sure. Debatable. For sure. I don't know. I don't for know. Sure. I, I thought, isn't there some? Um, I mean, maybe there's the possibility, but I know that there's always been a rights issue. But who knows? That would be cool. I mean, that could set up like Illuminati for the future. Yeah, that's the main um, thing. Uh, so, but yeah, I agree with you. I think Phase Four in terms of films is a little bit light, but like they, they had to come down from like the super high of Endgame. Like you got to bring it back and um, really start to b- rebuild again. And, you know, phase five maybe will be the, the big, uh, the big one. Uh, you know, I mean, there's only, I think five movies here. Like that's, that's pretty light. Uh, it's kind of like phase one again. Um, so I kind of want to dig in a little bit. Um, obviously, we don't have another Marvel movie this year, but the next one uh, to come out is Black Widow, which we yeah. kind of knew was going to happen with Scarlett Johansson. Um, they have confirmed that it's going to take place post-Civil uh, War, which is actually a surprise to me. I, th- I thought it would have been more of like a prequel um, before her time as an Avenger, but it's yeah. kind of in the in-betweens. Um got a pretty cool cast david harbour um from stranger things fame uh rachel weiss um yeah i mean i think this is this will be a good one it's interesting this is the one that's going to kick it off but i think there are a lot of fans out there that really want it i think no it totally that they want it you know why they want it because we love her and you know she mm-hmm. goes out in this movie and it's very sad uh definitely recommend nostalgia critics fanscription podcast where they rewrite uh, the end of Endgame to include Black Widow, uh, and and you kill Hawkeye. Uh, I I don't know. I kind of agree with what they said in that like she's a little bit underserved and she's one of the big huge characters and she needed more of a moment. And how much more badass would it have been if all the women have Marvel had the original OG lady, and she's not yeah. in that she's not in that shot. And it's so sad when you see everybody kind of teaming up that, like, nobody, like, mentions her, like, in that day. Like, it would have been cool if someone was like, oh, you know, we miss Nat. Like, I wish I, we miss, you know, Scarlet. You know, nobody said shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, there's a funeral for Tony Stark. And, you know, they just sort of have a, a quiet moment for her. And that's and it's not there's no funeral. It's 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 not like they had, like, two rafts going out, which they should have. But Right. No, they ain't, yeah. they ain't had shit. Uh, so. But that was okay. I'm I'm pumped to see them do real like Black Widow stuff. You know, she's the best spy, and you know, and we need to see that and have that reinforced. And then they figure out, you know, how we bring her back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So moving ahead, the Eternals. Uh, in November of that year, they. I mean, this is one that this has been talked about for so long. It's very. I mean, to me a project that I don't know a ton about in terms of just like the comic book history, which, um, you know, like they kind of were going to try to do that within humans. And then, you know, guardians was kind of a, yeah. um, a, a wild card. And so this may be another one, but it has a really great cast. We have, um, Richard Madden, Kit Harrington, 
Kumail Nanjiani, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, and a few others. And it's just like, this one to me, if anything, feels like, I mean, obviously it has two Game of Thrones alums, but like this is going to be that sort of level of scale uh, and, yes. and royalness to it. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, it, it's in the November slot. It, it, this could I think it really depends on what you know. Seeing you have such cra- look- you have such crazy talent in it, and like yeah. it's going to give such great depth and scale to what we see in in Marvel. I think, and yeah. I think that would be okay. You know, I do think that this is a replacement of what would have been an Inhumans movie. I think that they had a big misstep with that TV show, and yep. uh, I hope that they learned some lessons from that. And that if you want to bring in people from Game of Thrones, you really need to give them fantastic places to work in and not, you know, cardboard cutouts of target, you know? <laughs> so like it just, that, that show just looked like a target, you know, like it yeah. was weird. So I don't know. I hope that, um, this, uh, feels epic and big and grand and fun and new and exciting. Uh, but I think it would have been also cool if this was the inhumans movie and they'd never yeah, did that, that TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched that show and and I saw the uh, I saw the premiere in, in IMAX in theaters, and it just like it just wasn't right. Um, and and I actually read a lot of Inhumans comics, and it it just didn't. Feel and now, like, like on a connected on a connected note, like Ms. Yeah. Marvel is an Inhuman, right? Oh, is she? Did, I, doesn't she I mean, go I, through I, the Terrigen Mist, and that's when she gets her crazy powers? I honestly don't remember, but I mean, I guess she's tied to (laughs) she's tied to Captain Marvel. um, So I don't know how they're only in name. They're not really tied otherwise else. So Kamala, but isn't she like her like her mentor or like hero kind of someone she looks up to? She looks up to her, but she doesn't like ever interact with her. She's like this girl from she's Pakistani Muslim girl from Jersey City, which I dig that they're gonna do. I hope that they actually do it here in Jersey City. That would be dope as shit. Um, but it's also weird to me that they're announcing that now, even though like having seen, like they just locked Brie down for like six movies. Like, right. That, that was weird. Uh, but I'm well, curious. They haven't see- cast this character yet. Either, oh no, so. of course, of course not. But I think that she is an inhuman. And I think that one of the things that they're going to be dealing with that we've been, you know, kind of, uh, beginning to see the ruptures are is like, maybe what the mutants are going to do. And, and I think that that's really going to be, you know, coming down the line. So we didn't get any official X-Men stuff, but Kevin Feige said the words X-Men and he said the words Fantastic Four. Did he not, Frank? He did. And he said, oh, there's no time to talk about mutants. And so um, they they said that those films are in development and that the X-Men are going to be drastically different than they are in the other films. And... um that's great news. You know, obviously it's something that we've been waiting to hear for a long time. Um, I'm glad that they're not rushing, um, but it'll be really interesting to see. I, I really hope, and I'm sure we've talked about this a thousand times before, but I hope that they start to tease in mutants before they t- actually start with X-Men. In, in one of the Yeah, projects, that would be cool. You know? That would be cool to start seeing the, the big of a, the, the scale and, uh, epic vast um panic that could Mm -hmm. exist in the country and throughout the world of seeing these people with mutations start to show up i think would be a super cool way to introduce it rather than to just show up with the x-men all of a sudden 
I've got a good segue here. I and mean, we're going to skip one of the films we'll get back to in a second. But I think the possibility for this will be with these two projects that are kind of tied together, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and WandaVision. Um, yes. They both come out in spring 2021. <laughs> so I, I maybe – I don't know what that means. Like, it, obviously – Disney Plus, it sounds like they're going to be doing the weekly releases. So, like, will all of WandaVision come out before Doctor Strange, or will all of it come out after, or will it be sort of, like, in between, and you have to kind of, like, be caught up and then go see the movie and then keep watching? Um, but they've confirmed that Elizabeth Olsen is in Doctor Strange 2, um, which is directed by Scott Derrickson again. Um, and, and WandaVision has Paul Bettany as Vision, and it seems to me like this is maybe their take or a version of house of M. Yes. Um, it sounds like she's going to be creating some sort of alternate reality or something like that. And so maybe, and obviously with multiverse in Dr. Strange, and they've already you know done other dimensions um, in his uh, original film, there's maybe possibility for them to introduce mutants. And obviously in the comics, uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are mutants. So maybe this is the way that they're going to kind of merge those ideas on the, on the big screen. Um, yes, I think that that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm excited to see that movie too. I love Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. I think he's very yeah. fun to watch and exciting, and it's going to be big to have him in the wake of the lack of Robert Downey Jr. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to see like how they carry him going forward. Uh, I do want to also see, you know, them really play around with the multiverse. That has a lot of implications. You know, that's a lot of people that they have to pay. Uh, I'm curious how big this multiverse is going to be. Sure. Well, and then the other thing that they've come out about those two projects, um, Doctor Strange, it sounds like it's going to be almost like a horror film. Yes. Which is kind of interesting. And then on the flip side, WandaVision is going to be like a sitcom. So. Um, how those two things kind of line up. I mean, I I think, I think obviously the bending of reality of like this feeling like a sitcom. And then all of a sudden it, it, you realize what's actually happening is kind of horrific. Um, so, um, all right. So going back, um, I do want to just touch on one of the other Disney plus projects, Falcon and the winter soldier, another one that we've, we've, uh, talked about for a while, um, and they're sticking with the fact that he's not Captain America. He may have the shield, but um, uh, Sam Wilson, that is. And so, and they've also confirmed that uh, Daniel Bruhl is back as Zemo with, like, the purple mask and everything. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and that's the first project that's going to hit Disney Plus for for the MCU. So we'll see. Next, I mean, I year, next year, right? Next fall, yeah. Yeah, that's um, fucking sweet. Yeah, that's great. Um, it'll be that should be fun. I feel like that'll be maybe a little bit more grounded, a cool way to start before they get a little crazy. Um, all right, so Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So I mean, right there, you've got ties back to the Iron Man. Our Rings. buddy boy. Yeah, you got uh, uh, the Mandarin, who uh, will be in this film. Um, whether or not they're going to put in Trevor Slattery too with uh, Ben. <laughs> Ben Kingsley, I don't know, um, but they they've cast Tony Leung, and then uh, yep. Simu Liu uh, from Kim's Convenience is playing the titular Shang Chi, um, and Aquafina is in this movie too. 
So oh, fantastic. Yeah. So um, I think this is really smart. Uh, I think it's you know a property that maybe not a lot of people know about. Um, this is the, the first um, Asian superhero on screen um, at, for the MCU, and you know I, they're tying it into uh, some of the other really core ideas from the MCU earlier on with the Ten Rings and the Mandarin. So like, it'll just kind of gel. I think it'll you know it'll it'll make it feel like it's connected, and it'll it'll help expand the universe. Oh, I think it's going to be great, and it's a totally a new genre that. Uh, Marvel can tap into. We've never seen them do a kung fu movie, and it will be no. cool. It'll be cool to see if they really tap into that or how deep they go with that, and to widen the world and the uh, kind of the global scale of the Avengers will be great for them, and will really add to uh, the diversity of the team and and where they're all coming from and. I'm sure make for some really big box office numbers in Beijing. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, so that's sweet. Uh, then um, it does. So we didn't get any Avengers. We didn't get any other big movie announcements therein. Uh, but we did get somebody who's pretty cool, who I'm excited, who's coming to the MCU, and that would be Moon Knight. And yeah. I think that that sounds very cool. I think the way that Feige pitched the show two sounds very awesome is like does he have superpowers or is he just crazy like like i think that could be a very interesting exciting way to uh watch a tv character um and take him more episodically uh early talks looks like they're looking for uh shia labeouf really yeah what do you think of that i mean if you're talking about someone like is he does he have superpowers or is he just crazy that fits the bill right there (laughs) I I think these I think that's right there lined up. I don't really know how you beat that. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, that's awesome. Um, and so yeah, that announcement came out at D twenty three, which they also announced She Hulk. What do you yes. think? Are we going to get Mark Ruffalo in this? Absolutely, uh, Mark Ruffalo. I'm sure that they have much harder rules about bringing Hulk into movies or doing another Hulk movie. But I'm pretty sure it's easy to get them get his ass on TV. And again. The main reason I think that they did Smart Hulk is because now Hulk in perpetuity, like Ruffalo, can stay the same age forever. And all he has to do is put on the head thingy and do the lines, and he's done. And, like, he doesn't have to appear on screen looking any different than we imagine him to be. And Mm -hmm. that's going to be huge. And they can keep that going for years. Well, and it's interesting because before they announced this project, like after Comic-Con, we're all like, well, I mean, where does Hulk fit in? You know, we wanted more Hulk after Endgame. And, you know, uh, without the ability to have another solo project or it being kind of tough, um, this to me seems like the the perfect spot to put him in. Oh, it's great. Um, And it it just you I think, though, Marvel put their cards on the table. And I think I know where they're where they're going for Avengers five, which is going to be a force. They have to be going to this. If you see the way that they are booking out uh, Captain Marvel and bringing in She-Hulk, they have they're going for a female team, and I think that that's awesome. Uh, and I'm down, and, and like uh, I'm excited. Know, I'm excited to have... see them tease that. Yeah, I, mean, I think they're if they're also teasing A Force, but they're also te- teasing um, Young Avengers, and so yes. they could go and do both, you know, within a year of each other or something, and then they can have them kind of team up or something. Absolutely. Um, and maybe bring back some of the uh, older heroes if, if the threat is big enough. 
Um, so going back a little bit, um, Loki is one that we knew about. Um, and, and basically after Endgame, we kind of suspected and they confirmed it that it, Loki, the show is going to take place after he steals the Tesseract um, in 2012 and creates his own timeline. So we will directly see that, uh, the results from that in that show. Sweet. That'll be interesting. Great. Um, and then Hawkeye, they're doing with Jeremy Renner. And then I think they're also bringing in Kate Bishop, um, the character. Um, right. But so, we, okay. So hold on. So I think the Loki show is going to be pretty fun uh, and exciting and do weird stuff. I don't know how much more Tom Hiddleston as Loki they can do. I don't know what else they, where else they have to go. I'm excited to see them try, but sure. I, I but I'm not like I'm not in I'm not the most excited about this one. Uh, I think this Hawkeye show could be really cool. I like Jeremy Renner. It would be yeah. fun for him to do something kind of episodic and long and really uh, commit and talk about you know family and give him like some cool monologues and shit to say. I'm excited to see the implications of that, but I think sandwiched in the middle of the the juicy, creamy center that we didn't get to is Thor: Love and Thunder. Well, I wanted to save that one because it's that's juicy the big, and delicious. Uh, that's the big one to talk about. Oh man. <laughs> um. So all right. Yeah. So then what other what other vegetables do we have to eat? <laughs> um. No, I, I think that was really it. I mean, I think what if will be kind of cool. The, the yes, the, it sounds like. Did I hear? I think there's like 22 or 23 episodes, and they're basically all gonna be um, like a different take on each one of the films. That's the what Infinity I think. Saga. That they, I, th- I think that yeah. That's what I think that they said that there was 20. Feige said that there's 23 MCU films. There'd be 23 episodes. Yeah, and, and you know that one of the big ones that they're talking about is uh, the return of Peggy Carter. Um, I think she's basically a version of Captain America, right? Something like that. Um, yeah, she's going to be Captain Britain. Captain Britain. Um, and then there's... I've seen something with like a, a weird um, skull, like Red Skull-like version um, oh, cool. of Captain America. Or, or maybe there's zombies, uh, uh, Marvel zombies. Maybe they're doing that. So yes, that would def- be cool. They're going to think- do zombies. They're going to do uh, what if um, uh, Black Panther was Star-Lord. That's when I saw. Oh, uh, right. That one looks kind of cool. I'm down. I think these look fun. It's interesting that they are going to get so much of the voice talent back. That'll be exciting because it's, you know, it's easy. Uh, and, yeah, I'm excited to see what these can be. Maybe the, maybe these will be fun. Maybe they'll be stupid. We don't know. Yeah. I just hope that, like, if you know, if the other shows are going to be um, week to week, I would hope that maybe they would put these out in chunks. It sounds like maybe they'll be more, like, bite-sized um, until, like, wait for this. 22 23 episodes it would just be a lot and so it'd be kind of cool be like here's phase one here's phase two here's phase three boom um so okay the big one that i'm really excited about thor love and thunder they were i think right before comic-con started they confirmed that um taika waititi was going to be back to direct thor 4 um which, you know, had been speculated for a while after Ragnarok came out and was such a hit, and it sounded like it really reinvigorated Chris Hemsworth and that Taika had other ideas that he wanted to do. Um, you know, we were all sort of like, oh, it'll probably be after Guardians 3 because uh, uh, Thor at the end of Endgame is with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, But no, 
they're going a different route. And they're bringing back Natalie Portman. Like, curveball out of left field that I never saw coming because even her sort of extended role in Endgame was, like, using old footage. We all thought she was done, but she's back, and she's going to be Thor. And she's going to be Thor. Uh, Yeah, so I think that that's very fun. Uh, And, again, A-Force. But also, (laughs) I, I think it's really great that Natalie Portman wanted to come back and do this. It's so weird that... She kind of seemed so like out of it and done and like not going to be fucking dealing with these Marvel losers anymore that she now to be back is like kind of cool. Interesting. I hope to I think the movie's going to be fun. I also think Valkyrie is a great character and she's really exciting. I like Korg played by Taika Waititi. Yeah. Uh, I, I like all of it. I also love new Thor. I think the way that they've really made that character move through time and through the movies is great. I like that he's interested in continuing to do it and hang out and be this guy for a little while longer. And, uh, and that's great. And I'm excited to see like how they move that all forward. I think it'll be, I think it's, I love Taika's directing. I'm nervous about his, this new movie. I want, um, you know, this Jojo this movie Rab- or his other movie. No, Jojo oh, yeah, rabbit. Yeah, I okay. I kind of need Mel Brooks to like say the blessing on this like someplace like I would have loved to have uh, seen like Mel Brooks in the trailer of this someplace or just like Mel Brooks someplace anywhere around this movie um, and he just doesn't seem to be and I haven't seen anything that he said about this so I'm gonna mm-hmm. wait to see what I think about this movie until Mel Brooks tells me <laughs> uh, but uh, also, well it just looks like it just looks like an over satirizing. At least from here, like, I try really to have, like, I, I'm trying to do comedy. Like, I'm, I try to have a dark sense of humor. I try to be able to do this. Um, but this looks just a little bit over uh, satir- satirized for me. And I okay. think that the, what you do in The Producers is you make fun of Hitler, like, uh, after the fact, you know, and you reinvigorate you know, you denigrate his uh, name and his uh, achievements. Whereas this looks like it, it's going to confuse people, especially in the age of people who don't know who Hitler is. And I'm, while I'm not saying like it's dangerous to do anything that looks like this, I don't know if this is going to be so good for old Mr. Watiti. <laughs> and uh, I could see that there being like some backlash of some other elderly Jewish people who think that this is just not, you know, the current stamp of, of satire in, in the country. So I could, I'm curious to see how that goes. I need Mel okay. Brooks to say something. He needs to say the blessing. If Mel Brooks can come out here and say the blessing, I'll be very happy. It'll be do, kosher. I mean, do you we'll think he's, do, do you think he's got his finger on the pulse for this one? Or, or is I, you... Mel Brooks is as he's Mel Brooks has said that he like, he watches people and he looks out and sees what people do. And he tries to maintain some level of understanding of what's going on. He's not that old. He's not dead yet. You know, nope. uh, so no. And this is also somebody doing a direct, more or less, you know, kind of idea of what he did. You know, how do That's you, true. you know, so it, I, I think he's got to come out and say something. I, and I'm hoping that he does. But anyway, okay. I think this, this movie with Taika will be safe at uh, Marvel. They'll keep him no matter what. And uh, I think it'll be very fun and exciting to watch. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe what happened was uh you know natalie portman saw like oh wow they were able to reinvigorate thor and like these movies are really popular again and the character is like really grown and oh well there's this whole storyline in the comic books where jane foster becomes the mighty thor and you know so 
I think that's really awesome. I think you kind of have three Thors in in this, or you know, you've got your king, uh, queen of Asgard, and and um, and Valkyrie. Valkyrie. You've got Thor. We don't know what like his mindset's going to be, where he is. Like, uh, you know, they say it's going to be before Guardians Three, but maybe he's has some sort of adventures with with them in the interim. Um, I mean, we've got like two years before this movie comes out, but. It seems cool. It seems like it's got that that uh, that same tone and uh, the the cool like eighties font, rock and roll yeah. font and vibe. Yeah. Um, cool. So that'll be cool. Um, uh, it, it's interesting. They they have another movie um, on the slate for February of twenty twenty two, which I guess is a phase five movie, but um, they haven't said what it is yet. And because Black Panthers after that. Um, but we'll see. I, I think that the February slot tends to be like, I mean, it was Black Panther. It was Captain Marvel. So it could be like an introduction of a new character, maybe, that they don't feel like they need to. Captain Marvel uh, 2. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that they announced Black uh, Black Panther 2 at D23, but not Captain Marvel 2. Um, I, don't, I don't yeah, know what that says. I, no, um, they're, I think that they're, you know, I... It, hmm. There's so much new stuff that's going to be coming out. Like we're, it's an interesting way that they did Phase Four, and that Phase Four is a lot like the Phase Two announcement. Remember, like they came out after Avengers, and that you saw they were going to do, you know, Winter Soldier, and they're going to do uh, Dark World, and they're going to do, yeah. um, you know, Ant Man. Like all these different. Here's like, a sequel to all the the guys that yeah. you saw before. So this is like the complete opposite version of that. Like here's like some sequels, but here's a whole bunch of new TV versions of your favorite movie characters, which are going to be on a new platform in a new way that you've never really absorbed yet. We don't even know what it's going to look like. And, uh, you know, they're going to, I think that also, uh, Natalie Portman is like, is interesting. You know, there's a lot of these people who are tied up in these franchises. And I assume that they make and like the money that they make from them. Natalie Portman is never like fully committed. And I think like, this is her shot to be like, okay, like, here we go. Like, if you're going to make me the superhero, I'm in, you know, like, you know, know, like she's not going to get really a callback for star Wars to come back. I don't think. So I think this is a great way for her to (laughs) come back and return. Um, And I'm excited that Disney Plus is uh, announcing uh, so many shows now. I think it's also possible some of these shows don't make it, or some or things get turned yeah. around. You know, we they, seen... they may get pushed. That you know, the dates that they've kind of the time frames may get changed, and some things may come up sooner. Yeah, because um, they're going to need I mean... to develop like a whole new way of making these shows. Because like I'm assuming like the way that they made the Marvel Netflix shows was different than the way they're going to be making like a WandaVision. Like I would think so. You know, so I think that they definitely are going to need to kind of come up with a new kind of way that they're going to produce these and it'll be fun and interesting to see them do. Well, Chase and I think the, I think the thing is like um the Netflix shows and Agents of Shield and Agent Carter and I guess Inhumans um um maybe even the other projects on like Hulu and um like with the runaways and cloak and dagger, like I think those are all produced by Marvel television, which is a completely different Different. arm of Marvel entertainment and Marvel studios, which does the films are doing the ones on Disney plus. And so you're right. I think the way that they're going to make these shows is like totally different. 
um, from what they would have done with the episodic TV or even the Netflix projects because they have to connect in a really tight way. Um, obviously, some of these projects like directly intertwine and they want to make sure the continued continuity matches up. Um, so we'll see. I mean, maybe maybe it means that things get pushed around. Um, but it seems to me if they've got like a you know, if, if they've stuck so far to the, the movie release schedule, I think that these TV projects like have probably been in development for so long that they're just like, all right, this is what's happening in the world. And, you know, I, I mean, the other thing to me that's interesting is like Avengers Endgame and uh, Spider-Man Far From Home in continuity take place in or by the end of it in 2023. Obviously, the way that they're going to do these films and, and everything else is kind of different because black widow takes place in uh like around civil war time um not like the american civil war but <laughs> i feel right. like i always say that and it's confusing um eternals to me, war. Yeah, yeah eternals could maybe take place over like eons or yep. maybe it's current present day um i would think a lot of uh the, at least the characters from the avengers movie will probably have to take place post endgame you know hawkeye and and Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange. Like, I think that stuff needs to be in the future, but maybe they're not necessarily going to be playing str with strict time um, as much as they used to. No, that's true. They could go in a nonlinear way, and they could kind of look at what they've done in these movies and just kind of go on to the next thing. I, I could see that too. Uh, but I, I think that this is more like a breath, and this is something that like I wish that – Again, this is something I think Star Wars is going to do, is taking a break. Like, I think they're going to get away from Avengers. They're going to go different places. They're going to talk about different stuff. And then in a couple of years, we'll get back to a new roster and a new team and a new plan. Yeah. And not to mention, like, I mean, if Phase 5 includes Blade. Yeah. And probably Guardians 3, like, do we think we're going to get X-Men and, and Fantastic Four at that point? Like, what about Deadpool? Like, is, is Ryan Reynolds coming back in in, uh, in as a Deadpool 3? Or, like, what about those other projects that they were talking about with, like, X-Factor? And, like, I think a lot of those things may be dead, but I, it sounds like they want to bring Ryan in, so. They, you know what? I think that they won't. I think that they'll just really? sit. I don't think Ryan Reynolds will come back as Deadpool. I think that they'll let Deadpool kind of like, even though it makes so much money, I think that they're just going to let it go. And they're going to say like, you know what? We can't put this out. How are they going to put that out? They're going to put out a R, they're going to put out an R rated Marvel movie. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either. Like, but. I, I don't know if I would, I don't know if Ryan Reynolds would agree to do it as PG 13. I don't know. I mean, they. I mean, they looked at um, because didn't they do the like the Once Upon a Time of Deadpool or whatever or was it, what, oh, Once Upon PG a Thirteen? Maybe they will. Yeah, and so maybe that was a test run for making it Marvel Disney friendly. Um, maybe and like if if a character can break the fourth wall, it's him. And, and right. you know, I, I acknowledge the fact of like, oh, they're censoring me now, or up, oh, I'm part of a different universe. Like, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um. I think they're going to give it some time still. Like it, I would, for me, I would love to see Fantastic Four before X Men, but um, we'll see. We'll see. We, we 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 shall see. We shall see. Listen, All right. I think it was. I think it's great. I think it's very exciting. I'm excited to see where the next phases go. Uh, I don't know if you know. Um, 
we got all the news of Marvel that we're going to need. I don't know if this is going to be the last time Frank and I will be talking about Sony and Spider-Man and the fate of our boy Tom Holland in the MCU, but we're going to put this out into the karmic universe, and hopefully it comes back to bite us in the ass. Yeah, uh, you know, Murphy's Law says they're going to come up with an announcement now or tomorrow, and we're going to have to break down and, and re-record this whole some of our Kurt Arstay. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, life is good. Um, Frank, uh, where can yeah. the people find us? Well, as always, you can find us online at longlostheroes.net. Um, you can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us on the socials, as it were, at LLH Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you can find us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play, all the places um, for, for, to find your podcasts and uh, like your breakfasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, please leave us a rating and review. Um, really would be helpful and you know write in comment like what do you guys think about this big slate of of marvel movies um it's it's super exciting super interesting um you know like last week we were talking about star wars like it'd be also really awesome to have a a big dc conversation and see what they're doing soon joker 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 very soon yeah (sighs) oh looks great so Um, soon so soon um but yeah we're back we love we love talking about this stuff with you guys and we want to hear your feedback. So please write in and uh, we will read you out on air and, and and hopefully answer your questions the best we can. Anything else for you, buddy? I'm good. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, we're going to be, uh, you know, back on our, back on our stuff, talking about Joker and the getting into the other fall content coming out soon. Sounds good, man. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye.